Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, we talk about the effects of tequila on American icons. <laughs> uh, two guys, two guys. Bruce Springsteen, uh, he said he did one shot of tequila and then he rode his motorcycle recklessly and he's in trouble. On the other hand, Tom Brady overdid it. A little too much of avocado tequila. Couldn't walk, but didn't drive because Tom Brady, as we know, does everything right. Uh, we'll get into all that. Plus, um, Mark Cuban, the dumbest billionaire in America today, thought he was going to be social justice warrior and eliminate the anthem. But uh, Adam Silver said, we'll have none of that. Start playing the anthem again uh, at Dallas Mavericks game. Uh, we'll talk about that with uh, Joe Kinsey from OutKick. And our friend Turtle Boy is back, and we'll, we'll get into his struggles. He took a little mental health break, but he's back. We will hear his story today on the Galahad podcast brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they could help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate of both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, Colin, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, among other things today, we've got a few things to get to, but first we're going to discuss two great American icons and tequila and their their experience with a little tequila. Yesterday, that's kind of what owned the day yesterday was... uh, Two guys, I mean, let's be honest, they are larger than life. They are huge, huge, huge stars. Uh, one is a dour old man who hates America. Great, great musician, songwriter, singer, guitar player. I, I love his music, hate his politics. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I think it was uh, two months ago that he got busted, three months ago that he got busted for drunk driving DUI in New Jersey. And the other was uh, Tom Brady, another American icon, was smarter than Bruce Springsteen. But then again, Tom Brady's smarter than anybody. He just always does the right thing. He got a little uh, rubber-legged at the boat parade <laughs> and uh, was getting mocked relentlessly on Twitter and played along. Had a little goofy tweet where he said it was the avocado tequila. So they both both guys, Brady and uh, Bruce, apparently love their tequila. One of them was smart enough to get a ride home. I mean, he drove his own boat. As Dave Cullinane predicted, he was behind the wheel of his own boat. Yeah. But uh, he was not behind the wheel of his own car, so he could go home and laugh about it. Bruce Springsteen, on the other hand, we now find out was on a motorcycle. And the big question today to me, and uh, obviously all you can do is take your hat off, salute Tom Brady. He just has so much fun. He just does everything right. This was his reward. He, he's in Florida now. He doesn't have to sit on a duck boat and freeze his ass off. He can literally be out on the water, having a blast, throwing the Lombardi Trophy, getting wasted, stumbling home, and then and then tweeting about it. And everybody can have a good laugh. Bruce, on the other hand, he's got some explaining to do. And I got some uh, 
we got to try to figure this out. We really do. Maybe we'll get all the facts. Maybe we'll see the police report. But right now, Bruce is saying, or I shouldn't say Bruce, the story is the New York Post has it, the Daily Mail, that Bruce blew a .02. He did one shot of tequila. That's the story. With, with some fans. He was on his motorcycle. Some fans said, hello, pull over, gave him a shot. The cops saw this. Pulled him over and busted him. Now, I'm going to say, you got a lot of experience with this Turtle Boy. And by the way, Turtle Boy is here. And we're going to talk uh, about his experience, his recent uh, mental health break. I'm looking forward to that. But I got to get some answers. This is bugging me. I got to get some answers. Turtle Boy, you have experience in this area. If someone gets arrested for drunk driving with a .02, what does that mean? I didn't think you could get it. I thought it, I thought .08 was the legal limit. What's it it is. So how can you be arrested for? I don't understand. That's the question I was asking of you. But what, what, I tweeted about it, so lots of people were tweeting back at me, and I was reading everybody's take on this. And my former uh, uh, partner and uh, sometimes friend, who's uh, uh, was with me the last time we spent a lot of time talking about mental health issues with uh, famous media people, that guy is defending Springsteen, of course. Others were, but I said he must have been a dick to the cops. You know, somehow, if they're going to arrest you for that, you had to do something to piss them off. That was my theory just off the top of my head. I got a lot of people who said, you're missing it. When you get arrested for that, that means there's something else involved. And I'm like, what? And they said, look at Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods blew a 0.0. And the video of him stumbling around, slurring his words. He didn't even know where he was going. I watched it last night. The video of Tiger when he got busted for impaired driving is unbelievable. He's so lucky he didn't kill anybody, but he didn't drink, had no drinks. It was all, I don't know, oxycodone or or Percocets or whatever. He was popping pills and driving impaired. Could that be a possibility? I don't want to, you know, jump to any conclusions. But he got oh, it sounds silly right now. Like if you read the New York Post, to your point, that he took a shot with a couple of dummies on the side of the road, which is probably not the best idea if you're Bruce Springsteen. Which makes you think, makes me think he was impaired to stop on the side of the road just because people <laughs> waved to him and wanted to take a picture. So, I, keep his buzz, but if you blow a point oh two, they took blood, I believe, right? But we don't know the results. Well, well, how did maybe, how did I was going to ask you because I don't know the thing. How did the tiger thing play out? How did they know he was on whether it be oxys or whatever? It was, did the a blood test? It's a good yeah. I believe. Isn't there a police test. report? Isn't there a police yes. report? Yes, but we haven't seen the Bruce Springsteen police report. That's what I well, want to know. What night did it happen? What night did it happen? November. I don't know. November something. Oh, yeah. the hell! And it's just coming out now. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know you've been busy. It's got to be a conservative. I bet you it's a conservative. Somebody that a Brandy Love fan, maybe, because you know that's why. Brandy Love blocked your old partner was because of his affinity for Bruce Springsteen. No, was that yeah, no, I, look it up. There was no yeah, ex- I'm, explanation. I'm a better person. I can separate the two. I can listen to Bruce's music and hate his politics. No problem. Brandy Love I, can't. She's insane. I can listen to his music. If, if you don't listen to people's music, people who you disagree with politically, then you get, you're left with uh, Ted Nugent and Kid Rock and, and, and Lee Greenwood and, and no football and no NFL. That's to me, that's not enough. I need, I mean, most of the guys I really like musicians, singers, bands are liberal. It's just part of life. Musicians are, are emotional. Songwriters are emotional. They, they don't always think they feel. And that's what makes them liberal. That's why Bruce is a liberal, but, and he was a hippie as a kid and a, 
a draft dodger. So, you know, he grew up liberally, still liberal, even though he's a billionaire. And so is, you know, most of the great, you know, rock bands or rock uh, musicians. I've, I've learned, I've made my peace with that. I can like Bruce's, Bruce's music. I can love Bruce's music and know he's an idiot liberal. I, I, I can, I can handle it, but I can also laugh at a guy you know, who, who says, you know, Trump is a disgrace and all this, and he's out, you know, pounding tequila and riding around his motorcycle. We need more. What I want to know is how was it covered up for three months? And what does it say in the police report? How do you get arrested with a point oh two? I thought, I thought Turtle Boy would have some theories because he's so experienced in, you know, police reports. But do you ever get a case like a drunk driving where you can't get your hands on the police report for some reason? Yeah. I mean, sometimes the police departments will say like, it's, it's an ongoing investigation. That's their favorite no. way to, to, to deny you a police report. We're still investigating. Well, what are you still investigating? It's you got arrested for DUI. You have all the evidence. That's the thing that they often use to keep you from uh, getting it. Well, I said, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of the, I've read a lot of the stories and it just keeps saying sources, right? So we, we haven't seen yeah. the police report. Does part of you just not agree that he was charged with DWI? He was no. probably charged with being an asshole by taking a shot on public, uh, on, you know, well, wherever on the land that he was in, he was in a park or some shit, right? Yes, he was in a federal park, uh, uh, state park. And they, uh, the uh, daily mail today has the, obviously the very thorough thing. They got maps and pictures of the beach and the trail and the road and where he was. But if a cop sees you and you do one shot and you're not drunk and you're not impaired, they're really going to bust you. I mean, and, and, and on top of that, they're going to bust you if you're Bruce Springsteen. It's I'm, probably a good, I swear to God, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even being sarcastic. Like, I honestly bet it was political. There's a lot of conservative cops. He's an outspoken liberal. And they're like, you know what, Lib? I'll show you. Yeah, but he's such an icon. I feel like he's above that where they would say, oh, it's Bruce Springsteen. You know, uh, don't. Uh, and then they take a, a breathalyzer and he's 0.02. They say, you know, see you later, Mr. Springsteen. You know, sorry for your your troubles here and, and go, you know, drive carefully. You don't bust a guy with a 0.02 and charge him with drunk driving. Unless Sounds like it's also pretty easy to get off. Like what's it's not going to stick if he has a 0.02. Well, no. uh, see, I wonder if the accurate because it's not official right it's not a, as far as we know it's not the official correct police report you know it's a, and b as my theory like how did he handle it i mean if you're you know how this works if you're polite if you're nice if you, if you call them sir if you apologize for you know to them for whatever trouble you put they, they're more likely to show you some some uh mercy um but if you're uh, a dick they're not going to do that maybe he was but i'd love to see the police report. Well, doesn't the delay the delay in in finding this out in general probably means he handled it the right way i would assume right he handled it the right way and then through whether it's some just a random source who decided to your point whether it's uh, political beliefs or something else or they stumbled upon it it, it feels like they were trying to keep it under wraps for quite is, you know i i do this all the time and so do you turtle boy you you Google something and, and Google is so just so corrupt. I Google it and I'm looking for the daily mail or the New York post story. And all you get is people magazine, New York times, LA times, uh, YouTube, uh, CNN. Oh, another CNN. I mean, they, they, they shadow ban or whatever the term is. Any conservative outlet. I was hoping to read the New York post, but I guess you got to add the term New York post. If you want to read the New York post after Googling something, that's neither here nor there, but, Hopefully, if we find out more, hopefully there is um, 
some details. Hopefully we could see the police report. I know we'd be able to see it if it were me or you or Dave. We all, if we get arrested, they wouldn't be hiding it from the public. I found it interesting that they waited till after the Super Bowl. The most talked about commercial was Bruce's two minute slog through the Kansas wilderness in his, in his Jeep and his, you know, going to church and lighting a candle and wearing a cowboy hat. Oh, Absolutely ridiculous commercial, but they waited till after that aired. He made a ridiculous amount of money for that. We were talking about the other day, guessing between, you know, five and $10 million for, for, for two days work in Kansas and, and reading a poem or whatever the hell he read that, uh, they wait for that to, to be over. A lot of buzz, a lot of talk about Bruce, and then boom, two days later, drunk driving, and now Jeep has taken the commercial, pulled it. It's not on their website. It's not on YouTube. You can't find the commercial. If he just had a .02 and one shot of tequila, I don't think that's any reason to uh, purge the commercial, but if there's more to it, if he was a dick to the cops or if he was on drugs, there's this is going to be a big, big deal because – you know, he's a kind of a sanctimonious guy. He hates conservative. He hates Trump. You know, he hates you know, half the country. He hates the rubes in, in middle America. You know, those people in the middle in Kansas, those aren't his people. Uh, he's a, but he, he, his music has made money off of those people. Like his music, of course. like a lot of his song, I mean, born in the USA, right? I mean, like that, who do you think that? I mean, obviously that's an anti-war song, but who, who did that song appeal to? It's an anti-war song that Reagan wanted to use, but he wouldn't let him in, in, in his campaign appearances. I mean, he has a song called 41 Shots. Yeah. It's about the unarmed, um, I forget the, the name of uh, the, the individual, the police in New York shot him 41 times. They thought he was reaching for- Oh, Amado Ayala, the guy with the wallet. Yeah. Yes. And it's an anti-cop thing. And he, I mean, his one of his best songs is the- uh, 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 Tom Joad, where he says, you know, somewhere's a cop beating a guy. I mean, he's a typical liberal, thinks cops are the bad guy in real life, but he's great. He's a great singer, great musician. Anyway, we'll find out more, hopefully. Tom Joad was also a racist, Jerry, because it, it was 1930 Oklahoma. You don't right. think, you think he had black people over his house for dinner? I don't I, think so. Yeah, I think he was a very supportive of transgender rights, yes. pro-abortion. Yes, he was. That's what the right. Okies, the Oak, the Dust Bowl Okies were very concerned with that. Like, not really so much like, how am I going to eat or anything like that? It's, uh, am I using the right pronouns? <laughs> right. <laughs> Tom Joad always made sure he used the right pronoun. I think he wanted people to call him they. That's what he did. <laughs> they, uh, but all right. So we'll find out more about that one icon and thoughts and prayers to him and to my former partner and sometimes friend who's taking this hard. I mean, I think he's taking it harder than well, he was. He got involved and he was like joke backing his guy, right? Like he, if he, if he actually was driving while impaired, you, you can't defend it. So he's joking around and now it's just a good look for him that he was defending him while it turns out to be a nothing story. Right. If this, if this latest turns out to be true, oh, I guess right. people are saying that, that he wasn't a dick to the cops. Do some research, Jerry. Well, I mean, I'm I'm reading. I got all the stories in front of me, at least all the stories in liberal publications. Which one would you like me to read that says it's all – it says cooperative. You know, the sources say it was cooperative. That's always what it says. Okay, you throw the question out to the turtle riders. How do you get arrested for drunk driving when you blow a .02? I want an answer. Let's get an answer. Um, I And, and how do you not – You're the, you you the reporter. 
Like a sixteen-year-old blows a point oh two. They're barely under. A I literally would have said, "Like, hey, that's a gr- this is a great question to ask Turtle Boy if Turtle Boy wasn't here today. Turtle Boy's not bringing it to the table today. I, I, I mean, I look at look at. I've been out of it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've been out of it. I've been keeping up with Twitter. <laughs> today, today's like the day that. to call out Turtle Boy on his lack of. Uh, okay, so like, uh, usually I'm up to date on this stuff. Give uh, me a break. Will you? No, we're talking are about you, the actual police are you, report, not the you, story. Uh, are you medicated right now, Turtle? Are you gonna be okay? Are you? I'll be okay. Are you in a fog? I am taking some medications. Very you have nice. your usual edge. Are you going to be? Uh, you going to contribute here today? I mean, of course, I'm going to contribute. Okay, hang on, hold that thought. I got to talk about our new sponsor, Govx.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. As we all know, uniformed professionals sign up to serve causes greater than themselves. If you've ever served in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, or frontline medical communities. You are eligible for free membership in GovX.com, the greatest online shopping site for Americans of service like you. Your job demands a lot from you, from deployments to long shifts and the dangerous situations most people don't have the courage to face. There's a reason why GovX believes service-minded patriots like you deserve special recognition. GovX.com delivers the deals on all the gear you need for your on- and off-duty life. Register at GovX for instant access to discounts on epic brands like Oakley, Yeti, Garmin, Vortex Optics, Benchmade, Danner, and more. The site was built exclusively for the men and women who serve our country and communities. That's why every month, GovX supports nonprofits serving the military, first responder, or law enforcement communities. We don't just thank you for your service. We honor it. Signing up is fast and easy and totally free. Become a member today and use code Callahan for $15 off your first order of $50 or more. GovX.com. Savings for those who serve. Who had more tequila? Bruce Springsteen or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Easily. Easily. (laughs) See, I even I, I don't know. Colin and I can't speak for him, but that was like at two in the afternoon and he couldn't walk. That. That means you really overdid it. You know it's a beautiful day. It's a celebration. To me, and uh, lots of people were tweeting at me saying, Brady, you know, he can drink. He's you know, he, he famous for chugging beer in college and in his early days in the NFL. And uh, there's stories of him winning guzzling contests against offensive linemen and all that. That was a long time ago. The guy I saw yesterday is very inexperienced. <laughs> you don't end up in that shape at two in the afternoon unless you don't know what you're doing and or he, you're just you're a lightweight completely i mean he doesn't drink anymore he eats right. like he's a the cleanest eater you'll ever meet in your life and you know if anything like the shit he's not getting and, and you know what he probably had like five handlers to take care of his family but he's getting mangled with his daughter right next to him and probably i think his son was right you know what i mean yeah like, but they was, weren't were they there when he was falling down drunk i saw him I, holding the daughter there's yeah. a story and it you know on cue dead spin which is just a, a left wing. It's almost, it's almost like the Babylon Bee. It's almost like a parody of whatever left wing take uh, you're going to get on any subject, any sports subject. It'll be whether it's you know Mark Cuban, which we'll get to, or Bruce uh, or, or Tom Brady. Deadspin will be there with a tired left wing take. So they bad. show a picture of uh, I know it used to be worth reading. Now it's all- well, anyway. they used to have like Brett Favre's dick pics and Manti Teo's <laughs> story. Like they used to have fun stuff. Yeah. Now they're just like uh, totally not right. Ra- like just they just call people racist now and they put out right. headlines about nonsense. They don't. They used to actually break stories. That was the foundation of Deadspin. 
now they're like, you know, they, they, just another Karen, just another, uh, you know, busy body, making sure everyone wears their mask and, you know, locks down and, uh, and everyone's racist and everything's you know, racist. It's just, t- it's awful. But anyway, I see it and I laugh because they got a picture of Brady with his daughter, Viv. And they say, wear a mask, Tom Brady. That's their take. He's outdoors at a parade with a child. And they think the take is wear a mask. I, I, I was so happy to see that nobody, I don't think anybody in the Tampa Bay Bucks boat parade had a mask on as far as I could tell. I mean, some people like Bruce Arians probably should have been wearing a mask, but he was too busy drinking. And uh, all the players on the boats that were crowded on the boats with their family, they were maskless and they were legless. And that pissed off a lot of people. But that's, isn't that what these parades have become? Uh, just this day for excess and blowing off steam and celebrating. And yeah, this was, this and was gonna, a classic. They are going to try, Jerry. They, I think they realize at this point that my guy and your guy, we, do we both agree Ron DeSantis is yes. the guy in 2024? Like the, he's got yeah. like, he's, he's elect as far as I'm concerned. Right. Holly has the taint of the ins, insurrection. Uh, you know, everybody's got something. This guy is all he's doing is running the most dysfunctional state in the country in the most functional way possible, getting results. He's sharp. He's he's passing good, uh, pushing good le- legislation. Florida is turning more red under him. They are going to try to destroy him for the next four years. And like this is the start of it. Look what he's allowing during the Super Bowl. And guess what? Of course, you and I know that this, there will there will be no spikes from this. There will be no. Uh, New York will continue to outpace Florida when it comes to COVID. That's everybody knows that, but they will try to make it seem like it's worse than it is by like showing stuff like the Super Bowl. Right. And, and then, you know, how dare they? Well, well, um, and we saw the Tampa mayor say they were going to take a video to the police and, and go and catch people who were outside without masks. Utterly absurd uh, possibility. But then immediately, as usual, we'd see a picture of her without a mask because they're all hypocrites. None of them actually believe what they're saying, except DeSantis. DeSantis is asked why he wasn't wearing a mask. He says, how am I supposed to drink a beer? I love that. <laughs> that was a great response. Now we have the Biden administration, which already, they've been there three weeks. They are the most spiteful, vindictive people. I mean, they they wouldn't let the whole the people in the Trump administration have like family leave or maternity leave, they denied them that just because they're Trumpkins. They're trying to stop Trump from getting typical routine briefings that ex-presidents get. And now, because DeSantis is a threat, because Florida is a threat. Florida is free America. You get to see what happens when people are free, and you compare it to these lockdown states, which are disasters like, like Massachusetts and New York and New Jersey, because Florida is free and DeSantis is, is so good they're now talking, and they're going to do it. They're talking about putting in restrictions on flights to and from Florida as if it were China. This mm-hmm. is the same guy less than a year ago who said restricting flights, limiting flights from China was racist and xenophobic. And now he wants to do the same thing to Florida. One reason only, because DeSantis is doing such a great job, and people, are, and every day they're proving the way they're doing it is right and the way the rest of them, oh, the lockdown states like New York, what they're doing is wrong and they hate it. So they're going to come up with some canard and say, oh, you know, they're not they're not all masking or fo- falling in social distance. Let's shut down Florida. That's the power of the federal government. As we know, 
They don't care about doing anything that works or helps the economy or helps the working people. They're busy shutting down pipelines and opening borders and, and, uh, and raising the minimum wage and putting small businesses out of business. That's the, the, the goal. That's the, 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 the mission of the Biden administration, but we can get to that. Uh, what, what Brady, Brady does unintentionally is troll the hell out of the people who hate him. He looks so happy. He looks like he's having so much fun. He looks like, as I always say, he does everything right. Cullinane was right for once. He took his own boat to the boat parade. His two, his brand new $2 million, you know, bow rider took the family out in his own boat. And when he ever threw the Lombardi trophy over the water to uh, Cameron Bray, I'm thinking, I don't know if this goes through his head, but it's just one of those things he does to drive everybody nuts. Immediately people say, what is he doing? That's serious. You can't do that. And, you know, fortunately it didn't end up in the water, but it was just a little bit crazy. And, and I thought he's doing these things to troll everybody. If he's not, he's just, he's, you know, it just happens naturally with Trump gone. I don't think there's anybody in America who drives the dead spins, the Boston globes, you know, the, the ESPNs, the Max Kellermans and all drives these people as crazy as Tom Brady. They they don't hate him as much as they hate Trump, but Trump's gone now. Tell but me there, was, there wasn't a lot of like feedback saying like he's an idiot for doing this, right? Like there wasn't a, he threw it and nobody was like going crazy about it. Well, what are they going to say? What are they yeah. going to say? He caught it. Yeah. You know what they want Jerry? They want him to be Kurt Schilling, but he's not. And so right, they, right, they, right, they really right. want Tom Brady to be associated with conservatism. And really all they have on him is that he's played golf with Trump. And he had a MAGA hat in his locker. Like that's that's all. That, and he's a rich white guy who, right. the way he walked into the stadium too, not wearing a mask, has become like a political statement of sorts. Because you saw, you know, the new generation, Pat Mahomes. God forbid he gets COVID, walking in with a full freaking. He looked like Bane walking in there with color coordinated and shit. And that was kind of like the contrast. This you know, new young, you know, uh, you know, woke quarterback against Tom Brady, who just doesn't do politics. Like he's almost like the Michael Jordan of our time because Michael Jordan didn't do politics either. Right. right. And he's kind of like the last of a dying breed that doesn't like for a while, Drew Brees didn't do politics until they made him until they cut his nuts off and made yeah. him apologize for loving this country, which we can mm -hmm. get to that. But I think you make a great point. What they would love is they would love for Brady to, to say something, to just say whether it's, you know, like, 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 Schilling did. Schilling went, they turned on him when he said, vote Bush. That was before mm -hmm. Trump. Then he embraced Trump and then he never stopped saying things that drove everyone nuts. But you're so right. They look at Brady and they make these assumptions. We read that that unbelievable Nancy Armour column in USA Today where she uh, just ripped them apart for being white and supporting Trump and um, and being political, which he isn't. He's not political. He doesn't support Trump. He doesn't doesn't speak out at all. And that drives them nuts. They don't really have a lot to work with. They hate him because he's white and he smiles and he doesn't take a knee. He doesn't wear a mask. He just quietly, subtly drives them insane. And then again, you know, he just wins. He just wins and, and, and smiles and celebrates and it drives them crazy. And I knew that would happen. I was looking for it yesterday when he was at the parade, no mask, drunk. His family was there. Kids were there. And then boom, on cue, dead spin. Tom Brady, wear a mask, mask up. And he's like, he's outside. He's with his family. He's healthy. They're kids. They don't know. And they're all young. They're not really vulnerable. Why? 
you know, I was just shocked. They didn't say, why aren't you wearing two masks? Fauci says wear two masks. Quietly, Brady is not submitting. And as we know, they hate that. We all must submit. You don't have to, it doesn't have to make any sense, but you must submit. You must do what you're told. And Brady doesn't do that. And it drives them crazy. And then again, when they were ready, I think some people would have given, if he ever, you know, uh, drove, God knows, or, you know, even drove the boat after drinking, he, he might have been in some trouble, but he's too smart. He doesn't do that. He gets a ride home. And then immediately he or one of his social media people start tweeting, spelled some words wrong, you know, this and that, but he said it's the avocado tequila. And he made a big joke about it, and everyone had a good laugh. Uh, one, one, well, one more time. He just does everything right. He, he, they hope he will screw up, say something stupid, do something stupid like Springsteen, but he never, ever does. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, since you haven't been paying attention because you had your own issues, we can get now that we're talking about icons, famous people, celebrities and their uh, and their screw ups and how they handle them. Now we move on to our friend Turtle Boy, who has not been here for a couple of weeks because he has some issues to uh, work out in his own life. You, um, how long ago was it? You announced that you were taking a mental health break uh, early last week. So a uh, week, week, 10 days or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not back. really like fully back in the swing. Like I did one blog yesterday just to get my blood going, you know, get the juices flowing, get back. It's hard to get back into the routine, you know? Okay. The question is, I know we'll, we'll get to it. So I might as well start with this question is, do you think the job, the life, the blogging, the 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 the, the, the uh, podcasting, the live shows you do, the life you live, does that contribute? We've talked about other people in the radio business, morning radio. I've been with people who have had uh, mental health issues, more than one, and uh, I think a lot of it. I shouldn't say a lot. I think the life doesn't help. The life you live, the uh, the 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 intensity. You know, the competitiveness, the, the lack of sleep, all that contributes to the problem. Do you feel that way with the way you live your life? Oh, yeah. Like if I didn't have, I mean, I got stressed a little when I was teaching, but nothing like this. If I didn't have Turtle Boy, certainly a lot of these problems would not exist. All, almost all of the problems would not exist, certainly. So but, if you were a teacher, you'd, you'd be going on 11 months vacation right now. You'd be so relaxed. That's true. It's true. You and it was beginning no at all. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean... It, it was a question like, is it worth it or does it contribute to this? Does it contribute to it? Oh, of course. I mean, like, so there's a few causes of this, right? And all of them are related to Turtle Boy and like how it affects my personal life kind of, and, and like the intersection of that and my mental health. And kind of like that one of the, a couple of things pushed me over the edge is this one guy I wrote about yesterday who, who got a restraining order, not, a, not only against me. But my wife, who did nothing wrong, like literally nothing, like has never does have nothing to do with the blog. And then uh, some idiot judge in Providence put a restraining order out against her because some lunatic went in there and made up a bunch of lies. And it's just like now I, she has to go to court or I have to get a lawyer for it's like it's just like, are you freaking kidding me? One thing on top of the other. It just never ends. Um, and, you know, other things are going on and, you know, certain people just really getting under your skin and uh, that you thought you could trust and whatnot. And uh, you know, it just piles on and uh, just 
have a mental breakdown. There's and, no and you get actual, you know, death threats, not make it up, pretend death threats. You get scary people threatening to come find you, know where you live. That that doesn't help. I don't think that helps. But uh, you said you were dealing with depression and uh, seeing doctors or therapists. I'm going to guess if I were your doctor, I'll pretend to be your doctor right now. And you're on the couch. I would say, do you need this job? Do you need this life? I mean, you could do something else. You're smart. God knows you work hard. Uh, you're an experienced teacher. Wouldn't you be better off? Wouldn't your family be better off if you did something else? It didn't uh, have to deal with these people. Let's be honest. The people you deal with, the people you blog about are, are, are lunatics, are scary, dangerous people in many cases. And, you know, stalkers and, and screwed up people that can't help your mental state at all. I mean, hell, they're as crazy as you are. Yeah, but then I look at it, Jerry, and I see people like Tucker Carlson and stuff. And how do they do it? Like, I, I'm not the only controversial person out there that puts stuff out. And I look at it and I'm like, there has to be a better way. There has to be a way that I can improve this in in order to prevent these from happening. And I am learning though, like that, like this this guy who got the restraining order. You know what? I, I went and got one against him. He was contacting my wife's work a lot, threatening to show up to protest. And so part of the restraining order is he can't go near her work. And that's, and so I'm like, that's what I just need to start fighting back. And that was a big reason I kind of created the TB daily news thing to get away from all the name calling. I try not to do that as much because that's what really pisses people off when you call them names and you mock them Just stick to the facts. Like I'm trying to do more blogs like the Rachel Rollins thing. Cause I think it's important. I do. I mean, well, all these, based on what you just said too, all these people that you're saying, you're kind of like, how does Tucker Carlson do it? Well, Tucker Carlson works for a company that it's sometimes sometimes backs him, right? He they, at least they hire lawyers on his right. behalf. They there's a complete support system around what he does, mm-hmm. and I believe you're one of the toughest guys out there, and you have one of the strongest uh, digital communities that I have ever seen that supports you that you involve you you get involved with. But there's nothing, you know, you're still kind of in it alone, right? Like you work from home. You're, yeah. I found out through this whole thing that I'm, I'm not alone. Like, because I have honestly one of the most rapidly supportive fan bases ever assembled on the internet. Like I did a stream the other night on YouTube. I got more views than I've ever gotten. And just more importantly, there was like the messages that people were sending you know, of support, like people that I complete strangers who are reaching out, telling me their stories that, you know, they don't like, I'm a stranger to them and they're still reaching out and they feel comfortable telling me this stuff. It's almost like we've built like this community of people who are just rational and like want to hear real talk, like real talk. Yeah, it's completely see, I, I have no doubt you have a rabid loyal following. You're still alone. Um, you're still alone. If this guy comes after you or whoever, you know, I, we know, we all know who they are. These, these stalkers, these activists, they come after you. There's only so much your fans could do. They could support you. Mm-hmm. But they come after your advertisers or your platform. Uh, you're still going to have a fight on your hands and you don't have a team of lawyers. I mean, that's mm-hmm. when I talk about radio and uh, you know, wh- what I went through on the radio and how it all ended. I tell people that the one thing you need if, to be a successful talk radio person, whether it's sports or news or, or TV, you mentioned Tucker to be on cable news and actually get to speak your mind and, and, and be honest. The most important thing is a boss who backs you. A bo- I had both. I had the ones, I, you know, general managers and program directors who backed us had our back. And then I had the cowards that, that, that rolled over and bent the knee to the mob. And well, I believe you know, me, I with both and you're going to get 
harassed, you're going to get, especially now, because it's so easy to just scare up a mob with emails, with texts, and go after companies. We were talking about that before we started recording today, in that there's a group that goes after Tucker's advertisers. And, you know, I assume Hannity's and Laura Ingram's and Greg Gutfeld's too, but mostly Tucker, they hate him. So last night, Tucker said on his show, definitively, George Floyd was not killed by the Minneapolis Police Department. He was not. He said he died of an overdose. Flat out. That sent off the mob. They're going after Tucker. They harass his bosses. His bosses stand by him. They turn to his advertisers. His advertisers, some of them bow to the mob and, and, and roll over, and some don't. He's, as you, if you see, he's got some, you know, got some advertising, but not the big companies because the corporations tend to cower when the mob, when media matters or sleeping giants go after them. But what they're doing now, and you know how this works, Turtle Boy, they're going after the cable companies. That's how Top Fox makes their news, makes their news, makes their money. I mean, it's like, I forget the numbers, like 800 million a year they get from cable providers to carry Fox News. That's how they make the, the, the Murdochs make their money. That's how Tucker makes their money. So they're going after them now. They're going after the cable providers. And it's despicable. And I, I, I just mentioned, I saw a Globy, Ben Volan is saying, what about it, Xfinity? So a, a typical Globy. So to answer your question, I mean, I, I got what you're saying. Finish, let me finish by pointing oh. out what Globe, what Ben Volan is doing. Okay. A football writer is encouraging cable providers to cut the cord with stations with hosts that he doesn't like typical mm -hmm. globy. They cannot win the argument. They cannot win in the, the arena of ideas. So they say, don't let him speak, pull the plug on him. That's what the globe does. If you ever thought the globe was a, a journalistic entity or, I mean, you, you should know better. The, they are cowards who do not want to debate you. They want to shut you up. Correct. That's what we deal with. That's but what you deal with. That's but this fight for me, to get, I see what you're saying, but like that, you know, these people, Tucker has backing. He's going to get paid no matter what. They're going to stand behind him. Oh, and I, he's lost advertisers. Yeah, he has, he's still, luckily, Uncle Mike Lindell is kind of care, probably paying for 50% <laughs> of his salary. Um, but with me, what I discovered years ago, because I was getting canceled before it was cool. I've been losing. I mean, I've had boycott campaigns since 2015. I gave up on local advertisers. If people want to advertise with me, it's like, it's pretty simple. Like, you're going to get harassed. They're going to give you fake reviews. If you can deal with that and not whine about it, then you're a fit for turtle boy, but I can't be holding your hand saying like every time you get a bad review or a fake, you know, if you're, it's not for everyone. And so what I, what we realized like probably a couple of years ago is that in order for a, people like me to exist, it has to be, um, fan funded almost like people need to, uh, there needs to be a subscription or what, like in the case of me, it's voluntary donations. Like people don't have to donate. It's a free product, but they understand my fight because I talk about it. And the more you talk about it and put it all out there and the facts out there, people realize like they're not just attacking him. They're attacking me too. They're not allowing me to hear this. I'm willing to pay for this. I'm willing to throw a couple bucks a month to this cause to let this guy keep talking because this is my fight too. And and I, I will say, I've said this before. You handle it beautifully. You do not, or I shouldn't say you do not, you did not let it get to you. I've seen it with other people, people I was on the air with, me, and it's maddening and it's frustrating. You get these scumbags that just lie and harass your advertisers and bombard your, your bosses and at some point, as you know, when I when I got let go, the radio the, the boss said we can't handle this anymore. He won't let up. He said he's he's costing us so much. We have no choice. 
We have to let you go. So they made a deal with one of the worst people in the world. We all know who I'm talking about, just a vile human being. They made a deal. They got rid of me. They got rid of essentially let my, my old partner go before that. They made a deal. He went away. I mean, all their revenue and all their ratings went away, but they, he went away, but they actually made a deal with them. And that's what my point and was. They, and, and they lost so much money over it. But if you're working with working for someone like that, that I like I was working for, you have no shot. If you have a boss who backs you, 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 you have a shot because they'll have your back and they'll understand that they, that they have to support you to survive or, you know, the, the, the fans, the listeners, whoever, they all bail. They have to support Tucker, even if he's got no ads because he's bringing in a lot of money. You handled it at least until last week. I thought better than anyone you would, I mean, PayPal, you know, uh, which hurts. It is wild. You just dig in, you dig in more. You say, I'm going to find a new way. Yeah. And, and, and you know what happened when PayPal banned me? I went and, got, and did a Facebook Live that day, and I got more donations than I've ever gotten in a day before because people are like, screw PayPal. Who the hell do you think you are to tell me who I can and cannot give money to? Your job is to be a medium to literally process cash. Shut the hell up and just process the cash or else we'll do it to somebody else. We'll give it to Stripe. And if Stripe gives in, we'll find somebody else. You people can send me a freaking money order. People all will pass a boot around. Like you cannot <laughs> stop. And there's, and you know what? And back to my original point about the resources that like a Fox news has is the, the, the strange part is like you have an ability to pivot very quickly to make your situation work when somebody screws you over like PayPal. Whereas when Ben Volan tweets at Xfinity to cancel Fox News, that is hun- that is billions of dollars out the door for Fox News that cancels them entirely. If did it- they lose Xfinity? They- no, if no, they no, did. No, he's, he's trying. trying. He's trying, yeah. which to me is just so sleazy. But you know what the thing about what people don't understand is like if WEI had just said to Bob Murchison, screw off. And they put a united front on all three, the morning show, the mid afternoon show and your, and the, and the, and the, whatever the late show, if they just put a united front that made Bob Murchison, the enemy of WEI, they could have survived. Like he would have stopped because like once they realize, once these people like Bob Murchison realize you're not, you don't care. You're not going to give into them. And do you, think, do you think Rush Limbaugh to this day doesn't get the same activists sending emails to every advertiser? Right. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just trying to say that that happens. It goes on. Like don't don't act you like you're, you're alone in this situation. But you have to be strong. That's all. You have to say, well, first of all, most of these activists, they will lie. They will take everything out of context and lie. I've seen it. These email campaigns, they don't tell the truth. I mean, they what I'm sure they do it every day with Tucker and they bombard his advertisers and his bosses with emails uh, alleging he did this and that. And, 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 and it's all explainable. I used to say that all the time. Let me talk to advertisers. I'll tell our side of the story. We can go meet with them, have lunch. And they, Oh no, no, no. Let's just, it, it'll go away. It'll, he'll go away. And he never did. He just kept coming and coming and coming. And that's the way it works. You know, it turtle boy, they're not happy until you are completely silenced. That's the left. That's that me. It's only comes from one side, by the way. If they don't like what you're doing, they don't refute you. They don't debate you. They try to shut you up. Right. And and I would argue that like what you're, what you're suggesting with Bob Murchison and stuff, that's just them attacking you at work. Right. And that's them trying to get you fired and stuff like that with me. It's a completely different type of harassment because they realize after a while, 
oh crap, he doesn't need advertisers. He can do this on his own. So what are we going to do now? How can we do this? You know what we can do? We can try to destroy his family so that his family can pressure him to stop doing what he's doing. And, and it's they, that is their goal is to get to my, my wife. My, and once, one of my biggest fears is when my kids get older, you know, them going after them. That's going to be, I mean, I, it's a problem I'll cross when I get there, but they will go out to them. This, this latest lunatic, he's got pictures of my two kids or five and three in his blog saying like Aiden Carney and his wife sexually do stuff to their kids and shit like that. Like, so that's hard for, I try not to give it attention because that's just what they want. But like, it's harder to explain that to your spouse, you know? Uh, I, I, so did you think about just saying, I got to get out of this for the good of the family? No, I mean, I, I mean, for the, I, my, for the good of the family, I, my goal is to try to find a way to stop this because there has to be a solution. That's the way I look at this. I'm like, this is the United States of America. There has to be yeah. a solution for being yeah. able to speak freely and yeah. not have this happen. I don't know. It's going to get worse. Obviously, you know, the, the America spoke on November 8th and they voted for cancel culture. They voted for this kind of tyrannical uh, uh, pro big media, big tech conglomeration that uh, is going to uh, uh, legislate speech and, and put people like you and me, you know, under the boot, whether it's put up out of business or not, they're going to, it's going to get worse. I'm afraid Turtle boy, it is going to get worse. It is, but you know what, Jerry? Here's the real sin. Here's the real crime, in my opinion. And I've said it before. You're a great journalist. You do journalism. You break stories. I, you know, you're much better at this by yourself than the whole Globe staff, Boston Globe staff combined. You break more stories than they do. And some people appreciate that. Some don't. They're what they want to do is get rid of one of the best journalists, one of the greatest. story breakers muck rakers out there and and that is not good for journalism i mean even if they disagree with you you're a dogged reporter i mean think of all the stories that have like the mass state police story you know i've broken up a few of them and none of those would have come out the rachel i mean the rachel rollins story would have eventually live boston had that but i mean i could come up with 10 or 15 stories that literally were out there and nobody was writing about them right Right. And they won't. I mean, they won't. Unfortunately, a lot of newspapers are dying. They're understaffed. And, and you know, the, the, the ones that have survived, you know, on the backs of Trump, like the New York Times, or Washington Post, they don't do journalism anymore. Yeah. They're activists, as we've mentioned like, many, many times. Someone like you can break a story about a scandal in the, in the Mass State Police by yourself. And these dark forces are trying to shut you up. In other words, they're uh, aiding and abetting the corruption in, in the state government. And it's just so wrong. They could, you know, if they could just overlook the fact that, you know, you're kind of a wise ass and maybe you give someone some funny nickname, but you're breaking stories. You're doing journalism. And it's a scary thought to think that people like you or even, you know, Tucker or Laura or whatever are trying to not just be, you know, corrected, uh, debated to be shut up and eliminated and then what then what do we have i mean it's it's It's, i mean you got you got me thinking here jerry about this about like you know why why would i want to put like put people through this so like i would argue that um it's because like i am so addicted to liberty and freedom and just as a study of history i would honestly feel like i'm just John Adams and all these founding fathers literally signed the deck. When they signed the declaration of independence, they were saying like, there's a 90% chance I'm going to end up in a noose 
because of this and they might kill my family too. But certain things are worth, like what kind of life is that? We don't learn about people in history that don't take chances, that give in to mobs. And I don't, I'm not saying I'm like some historical figure, but I look up to those people and I admire them and I want to be like them. Right. And I, I remember, I remember John Adams saying that he was going to try to uh, expose most uh, more ratchets who were stealing welfare on Facebook. That was one of his things. Right? Yeah, big, was, ratchet, big ratchet. Uh, ratchet selling uh, food stamps on Facebook. That's but you what know what I mean? Like Martin Luther King, literally, I'm not Martin Luther King, but he literally got killed for it and, and put his family out there. Should he have stopped to protect his family? No one would know who he is. And I'm not Martin right. Luther King, but I'm saying that these are the people we learn about in history that we're supposed to, you know, example like try to model ourselves after none of them just give in to mobs those are the forgettable people and i feel like what i'm doing out there is too important there's too many people behind it and i just need to find a balance in which i can continue doing this and not have it disrupt my home life excellent well now we know from john adams to martin luther king to to our friend named turtle boy uh he's like a modern day uh freedom rider and and he's out there doing his best for us. You're doing it for us, right? You're doing it for your readers, for your, your viewers. And you're going to continue doing to doing it, even though you're, got, you're doing it for my kids too, though, because like, I feel like I'm setting a good example for them for showing them that like, you don't have to give in to these right, people. Right. It's okay to say what you want to say and not back down. Well, I, I respect the turtle boy. I respect you as, and, and it would be easy to give up, give in, just say it's the best thing for your mental health, for your family, um, but you know, this is good for us cause you're going to, it's, and it's bad for the corrupt politicians out there or the, the people selling their food stamps on Facebook, bad news for them. Cause turtle boy is going nowhere. Did you know that Shea concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining wall systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they man- manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes, designs, and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial, or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-SHEA. That's 800-696-SHEA. Or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. We want to get to some more things today. Uh, hang with us, Turtle Boy, because we're going to talk about uh, Mark Cuban, Dallas Mavericks owner, the dumbest billionaire I know. He uh, stopped playing the anthem for the first uh, 10 or 12 games this season. It became big news when, uh, you know, somebody noticed the athletic broke it. And I think he made it much worse when he explained his side of it. We'll get to that. But uh, Joe Kinsey's joining us now from OutKick. He wrote about it. Didn't break the story, but you expanded on it. And uh, Joe, how are you? Thanks for uh, joining us. Good, good to be with you guys. Audio good. Everything that all right? Sounds good. Look good to good. see Turtle Boy. By the hey, way, Jerry. Hi, Joe. Nice to meet you. I've never met him, uh, but this is great to uh, be with you guys. 
Likewise. Yes, Turtle Boy, as you may have heard, is kind of the the modern day version of Martin Luther. Yeah, King. I was I, I caught that. I'm like, this is awesome. What a day! If Jerry, you're gonna bring me on my first time, and Turtle Boy is Martin Luther King reincarnated. This is yes. unbelievable. So yeah. thank you for having that, me. Good that show. might be a little exaggeration, but he's the best reporter in New England. One of the best he reporters is. in America. He didn't yes. break this Martin. He didn't break this Mark Cuban story either. I thought it was funny. That the defense of Mark Cuban, here's what the defenders, the you know, dead spins and the usual suspects say. They say, hey, they stopped playing the anthem and nobody noticed. Well, we don't know that nobody noticed, but there were no fans there anyway. Right. Uh, and maybe some people noticed and just figured, you know, that's okay. I don't care. It's not like everybody was going to you know, run kicking and screaming. They acted like this was some brave, courageous thing like you know, that, that, that Cuban did. And it really wasn't. It really was just a dumb, tone-deaf thing. He said, you know, I'm going to stop playing the anthem. And then when people found out, he, he buckled right away. He said, okay, we'll, we'll play it. I'm sorry. Well, what Jerry, you- he also wanted to – he said something about making this inclusive. He wanted an inclusive right, right. song. Like, what's going on? You, What song is inclusive that is not the national anthem? What do you want to play before the, before the NBA games? I mean, come on. Let's, let's – what name a song, Mark. Come on. <laughs> was it written by a slave owner? Is that what the uh, argument right. uh, yeah. We, we got to play it because it's so funny. I, I figured he would act like he was, you know, fighting for whatever, social justice or racial justice or whatever. Uh, environment, he, he'd, he'd want to put on his best, you know, Kaepernick act and act like this was some kind of uh, bold, brave decision. But then he may explain himself. Do we have this calling in to ESPN? Listen to what he said. Listen to why he said he wanted to stop. He said he didn't ban the anthem. He just stopped playing it. And listening to the community, there were quite a few people that voiced their their concerns or really their their fears that the national anthem and did not fully represent did not fully represent them. That their voices were not being heard. And so we've had a lot of conversations about whether or not we should play the anthem. He goes yep. on to say they had consternation. He mentioned fear, fear and consternation that the national anthem which has been played before games for more than a hundred years. And he thought that was, you know, a smart explanation that he talked to a lot of people whose fears, who've had fear of the national anthem saying, you are an insane person. You're a billionaire. And, and, you know, you, you're some, I guess, you know, you, you know what you're doing in that field, but you're not that smart. If you think you should stop playing the anthem because people fear it and that's going to, uh, th- th- that's a, a, a logical explanation for what you did. And the guy's an idiot. Can I just be honest? The guy's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, th- this is absurd that it even got to the level where Adam Silver has to tell him to play <laughs> the national anthem. I mean, just play the anthem and do your press conferences about needing inclusive songs, play an inclusive song at halftime, Jerry. Let's have an inclusive halftime show. Mark is a perfect example of like what has gone wrong with millionaires in this country too. Like millionaires used to be cigar smoking, yeah, billionaires, you know, cigar smoking conservative guys like that. But now the the most wealthy people in the country, all the corporations are the wokest. It's become like that's a thing. And like middle class America has been the backbone of conservatism. And now it's like literally the rich that are pushing all this liberal nonsense. Who who has fear of the national anthem? I mean, uh, and who's instilled that in them? The New York times. Yeah. New York fear of the national anthem. The national anthem should be unifying. You at least until 
you know, that American hero Kaepernick came along. You stood. Some people held their hand over their hearts. Some people sang along. It lasts one minute and 59 seconds on average. At least that was the uh, the prop bet for the Super Bowl. Would it go over under? So it's two minutes of quiet time. People stood in, uni- in you know, unified. And this guy, this fool, says, oh, people had real consternation. About what? About what the the bombs blasting in the air? I mean, well, what is it that, that what is it they fear from the national anthem? You know what you should do if you're Mark Cuban, if you're a billionaire only, you should say, "Too bad, there's nothing to fear. We're going to stand for the anthem. We're going to spend our two minutes quietly honoring the country." Instead, you know what they do? They they try to be so open minded, their brains fall out, and that's what happens here. He's trying to say, "Look at me." I care about the, you know, the the, the, un, the, the the underappreciated, the underprivileged, the marginalized, whatever. I'm like a, I'm sort of like Kaepernick. I really care. I'm a social justice warrior. Yeah, it's a, good for the street cred, Jerry. It, he needs it for the social woke resume. Right. You know what I mean? Like that, that goes far for his his followers. And now, they, uh, go ahead. Consider this, Joe. Consider, uh, consider this. We know. We know. You pointed out Adam Silver, put him in his place, said, no, we're going to play the anthem. It's a rule. Everyone has to play the anthem. You can kneel if you want. And God knows Cuban has already said he'll support anyone who kneels. But Adam Silver, Adam Silver's, you know, to the right of you, trying to tell you to, you know. uh, And how about last night? They celebrate the Chinese New Year in Memphis with all sorts of Chinese signage. They did? Yes, yes. It's on OutKick. Uh, they have Chinese New Year signage all over the arena, and you have to see that. And it's it, how how prophetic is it that all this comes out on the same day? It's just beautiful for the NBA. It is amazing. I don't know if you heard uh, Mark Cuban with Megan Kelly uh, a few weeks back, a couple maybe it was, um, two months now, and she just nailed him the wall. She's a good interviewer. She was asking about. China, you know, Chinese. And he admits, he says, you know, that's a, it's a billion dollar market. I'm not going to give that up. And you're saying you, you and people like, you know, Kaepernick or whoever, LeBron James, never miss an opportunity to bash your own country, to talk about injustice in your own country. And man, you just, you know, zip it when you're asked about concentration camps, they literally have concentration camps. Literally, the people making the Nike stuff and the Apple stuff are slaves. And people, cowards like Kaepernick and LeBron James and Mark Cuban will say nothing. And they will tell, they will celebrate the Chinese New Year. I didn't even know that. The, 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 the hypocrisy is just so overwhelming with these guys. Yeah, the last night I saw the photos and I'm like, what is going on? You know, that. When you're bowing down to China so often and then bashing constantly, I mean, where's the give and take here? Like LeBron, he can save schools in Akron and he can open this and open that. And But, you know, what? why can't you speak out about anything in China? Like there's nothing you'll say about China at all. And that just says he's terrified of China saying we're going to cut off your money. Oh, because you might get because he's scared of LeBron. LeBron will tell him that's ignorant. Remember Daryl Morey? Like yeah. obviously what he tweeted out. LeBron, when they asked LeBron about it, he's like, Well, he's just ignorant. I mean, imagine being told you're ignorant by a guy who barely graduated from high school and hasn't been past page one of any book in his entire life. Like that's it. But he but LeBron has clout on the internet. Right, right. right. It doesn't matter. So LeBron says you're bad news, you're bad news. 
It's so revealing. I love the, the whole uh, you know, dichotomy here where you have we, more and more we're learning about these concentration camps and the treatment of the Uyghur Muslims and less and less you hear from, you know, uh, you know, freedom fighters like Kaepernick or LeBron or Cuban. And they are just so scared to say the wrong thing because they know one slip up could cost them, you know, a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar market. Uh, and it's not going to go away. They better get used to it. China, China's not going to you know, change and say, oh, we better, you know, we don't want uh, the NBA fans to, to look, you know, look down on us. We better behave. It's not going to go away. Mark Cuban better get used to this. But here's the thing, Joe and Turtle Boy, is the anthem is such a, I don't want to say, it's just a simplistic, dumb thing to do. You know, you know what we'll do? We'll stop playing the anthem and I'll look like a great social justice warrior. You know, especially in Texas, but you know that a large majority of fans of Americans would say, play the friggin' anthem. That doesn't do anything for me. It's not like you're marching because someone, you know, a cop just killed the guy. You know, there's no real, uh, uh, you know, central thing here where you're saying, let's all fight for that. Fight for what? You're just stopping to play the anthem. That's lazy. It's simplistic. It's stupid. And again, I know he's a billionaire, but it shows me that Mark Cuban ain't that bright. I mean, like I said before, it, it, it's cool to be woke now. I don't. I feel like in another era, Mark Cuban would be a conservative guy, isn't that? Wasn't he a, red, a Republican for a while? Like I just feel like uh, he's, he, he always says like independent. And and by the way, he was rumored independent to be, means Republican. But. Uh, yeah, he, I'm think he has at times, but uh, there's always that talk. I think they might have brought it up with Megyn Kelly that he could be the next Trump. He could be that billionaire kind of populist, you know, that people like and, you know, rig plain talking. He's always wearing a T-shirt. and t- He could never do what Trump did. He could never. He's not smart enough. He's not populist enough. A guy who bans the anthem, you think that plays as a populist in middle America, in Texas? Nope. I doubt no, it. No, I don't, I don't think it plays anywhere, even in some blue states. I don't think right. it – besides people trying to keep their woke card – that's yeah, the only I mean, way they're pushing these ideas that are not that popular in America. Like, like the right. Biden administration that was defending yesterday, the uh, high school girls, uh, like biological boys being able to compete against high school girls. They called it like human rights or something like that. Like if you put a poll out of Americans, even liberals would be like probably 75% and be like, no, it's a step too far, but uh, they have to go along. Didn't you think that when, when it became an issue with uh, the Biden, Biden signed the executive order, I'm thinking, why didn't Trump, bring that up ever it's such a winning issue i mean Rand paul was grilling the hhs secretary and he's saying what planet are you from he was too busy reading uh, john bolton's book in saturday Night live like you think about the time trump wasted on stupid things nobody cares about that made him look ridiculous right. when he could have been pushing for like like you said things that everybody agrees with and just focus on those capitalize That's on good. those Hey, I want to I want to get to this, Joe. Is the um, you mentioned Adam Silver saying no? We're playing the anthem. Here's what I think Adam Silver's thinking: is the summer league thing they had that summer tournament. The ratings were in the toilet. You know that um, they were too woke. They went overboard. They had Black Lives Matter on the court. They had the no. t-shirts, and I mean LeBron leading the way, and it was it was just um, um, just overwhelming kind of social justice theme for the NBA. And, you know, they took the Black Lives Matter off the court and they said, we're not going to do that anymore. So Adam Silver said, we got to get away from that or we're going to lose half our fans. And then, and then uh, Cuban kicks him in the nuts and says, you know, no anthem. Do you expect there will be a lot less? I mean, obviously, they were well into the season, but this season 
we'll see a lot less social justice stuff from the NBA because they saw what the effect was to uh, on their bottom line. Well, it's like that 15 minutes of fame thing, Jerry, where people they're hot for a while and then all of a sudden they disappear. Like what about the, like, equality on the back of jerseys. Duke puts it on the back of their jerseys. These NBA guys had it on their back of their jerseys. Now, I mean, who even cares about no, – you don't hear anybody complaining about, oh, we didn't have any equality on our jerseys. Right. So my thing is, is I think the NBA, they, they made their point last year or last summer, and now they're going to try to move on to make their money, bring back some of the fans they lost. I don't know how. But they're going to try. You know, they want to have an all-star game. LeBron says no. Adam Silver says yes. That's going to make us money. So I think that the NBA is definitely going to push back. They said it yesterday with the anthem. They're going to, you know, no woke signs on the on the courts. We're going to get moving. But there will be the little Chinese New Year thing here and there. Uh, and, and maybe uh, who knows what the – the players still run the league right now, Jerry. We know right. that. They, they, right. They're in control. They control where they're going to play. They control what they're going to make. The NBA owners just sit there and take it. At, and let, you know what will happen, Joe? Until, you know what happened? There'll be another incident. There'll be whether it's, you know, a cop shooting a guy, whether it's justified. Probably, you know, chances are it'll be justified. It'll be like the one in Philadelphia where the guy's coming at the cop with the knife and then yeah. they start, you know, they start protesting, if not looting. And then LeBron will feel obligated to get on board and wear a t-shirt and make a statement and take a knee and they'll go through it all over again. And what's a shame about that is yesterday, Tom Brady has like one of the, you know, all time great drunk days <laughs> and everybody's happy. Everybody's fun. LeBron even says, man, I wish I could do that. Well, What's stopping you? Go tie one on. Get a little loose. Let's get loose in 21, guys. Let's have a little fun. Did LeBron really did he said he wishes he could do that? Well, he said because they had can't they they wouldn't let him have the parade in uh LA. He wanted to have the drunken parade moment, is what he said. Yeah, well then move to a free state, LeBron. You chose well, to no, communist. In, or uh, throw your own, LeBron. Like, is Gavin Newsom gonna arrest you for getting drunk on a parade float? Let's do it. Come on, guys. I'm really disappointed in like the millionaires and the uh, stuff like that not standing up to these tyrants. I thought they controlled the country. He could at least tie one on at a taco bar. You know, he loves those tacos. Get, right. Let's have some margaritas, guys. Yeah, but, but he can't because he can't take his exactly. mask off. Or exactly. He'll get mask by dead spin. All right, before we let yes. Joe go, you had, a, you had a blog last night that made me laugh out loud. In fact, it reminded me of Turtle Boy. This is the kind of thing Turtle Boy does, or he used to do before he got, you know. He got serious. Yeah, got serious. Is right, Former New England Patriot Ryan Mallett is going through a pretty nasty oh. divorce. Mm. And if you haven't seen this, I recommend it. Go to Outkick or go to Joe Kinsey. And uh, he blogs about it. I couldn't stop looking at the pictures. I'm not joining his ex-wife's OnlyFans club, but yeah. – I think I think a lot of people are. So Ryan Mallett always seemed like kind of a meathead. Yeah. I think uh, that was confirmed when he married this chick. Was it during the lockdown? It was, Jerry. Like I, so in 2019 they're, you know, they're they're dating. One thing leads to another and during COVID they get married. They they start building a house, Jerry. And then they're like you know what's good is let's get married while during COVID we're, we're together all the time. That'll be a genius move. So Ryan Malley gets married in June. He's divorced by October by December. The new soon to be ex-wife is claiming that 
mallets cheating. There's drama. There's all these prop four months, four months. Ryan mallets married to this woman. Now she wants her uh, prenuptial money. Uh, he's in bad shape. Uh, so he's now he's, he's fight. He, Jerry, he's even fighting over the dogs. These two are <laughs> fighting over the golden doodle in the relationship. Well, I mean, yeah. it's kind of like when I, I'm on I'm on your site looking at the pictures right now. It's like that should be um, a red flag immediately. Any woman who's on social media constantly taking selfies that doesn't appear to be herself, like that's yes. not the kind of chick you want a wifey because that's a chick who's going to be constantly looking for attention and fame and use you for it. And that's shockingly, it didn't work out. But I it guess she, exactly that was never the, the sharpest tool in the shed so either. It's, isn't she joe isn't she making more money than he is with his only fans i mean uh, jerry at 30 dollars a pop she's got like 15 1700 followers i mean uh, no, start doing you, the math after you were done after you were done that number went way up because yeah. i'm telling you you did you laid out all the pictures <laughs> she dresses like a playboy bunny in one she's yeah. almost naked I mean, she's had some work done. Clearly, Jesus, he looks I'm ridiculous. telling you, she's going to make some real money in you know in the what future. a move, what a move for her. I I don't know. She's the one dropping all these hints about do a story. It could be her play to get out uh, OnlyFans uh, memberships. But like, she couldn't. Why did she? Why Ryan Mallet? You couldn't do better than a washed she's, up guy who looks like he's like. I mean, he looks sickly in that picture. Well, she's from oh. Arkansas. You know, Arkansas is Arkansas. Uh, he's the bit. He's like he's like the president of Arkansas at 32 years old. So uh, is that all he is? Yeah, 32, Jerry. I looked it up. Uh, I did some reporting. Uh, <laughs> did you sign up for OnlyFans? You know, uh, as a reporter. I I need to get a separate account. They won't accept PayPal. I got to figure. Out. I'm mar- I'm a married I'm a married man. I I got to yeah. be careful. But this is journalism. Like Turtle Boy knows this is all about the journalism. You got to you got to study right. this stuff. But yeah. here's here's the theme of the day, the story of the day. And I've said this many, many times is what what makes Tom Brady, Tom Brady, more than anything, is good judgment. He's smart. There's a lot of and, and he does the right things. He just always does the right thing, whether it's, you know, getting drunk at a boat parade and making yeah. sure he doesn't drive and then yeah. laughing about it, tweeting. Him. He just always does the right thing. And then you have <clears throat> Ryan Mallett, his former teammate who, by the way, is probably more talented or as talented as Brady, you know, in terms of arm strength and athletic ability. You have this moron, Ryan Mallett, who's flamed out already. How many teams was he on? Three or four? Three or four, yeah. Flames out, and then he marries a, what would you call her, an internet model? OnlyFans star is what I call him nowadays. But- she married, he marries yeah. an OnlyFans star probably just because he had a you know full head of steam. He was aroused, and he said, let's get married. Marries her. Now she's trying to take him for what little money he has left. Jerry, never these these guys never marry the stripper. What are you thinking? Don't yeah, ever I marry mean, the stripper. Or and not even just the stripper. Like any chick who's on there that seems so self-absorbed. Like looking at her, her pictures, it's just constant selfies. Like constantly about her, constantly about that. A chick like that is only going to be thinking about herself and how she can use you to elevate herself, which she clearly did effectively. Well, you ask yourself, would she be interested in me if I weren't, you know, Mr. Arkansas or a, uh, you yeah, know, NFL president of Arkansas? Yeah. yeah. Would she, if he were, you know, driving a truck, would she care about you, Ryan? I'm just going to um, make a guess and say not at all. And you'd be one of those OnlyFans guys at home with his hand down his pants, mm-hmm. uh, you know, spending the $30. How much is it? $30. 30 bucks. I thought well, those were hey, five Jared, bucks. She, she must have known that the story is out there about her divorce and she's striking while, you know, she's, she's striking while it's hot. 
Do you know how many clicks you get on your on your stories on your various stories? Yeah, we, yeah, we can see that. Now, how many is this going to get? Because I've already clicked on it like six times. Uh, this is probably half a million, really? at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Turtle boy, get on this. You know, we we need a New England perspective on oh, stuff like this. Definitely sells. I mean, this is good stuff. What's her name? Uh, Tiffany Seely. Tiffany Seely, lovely yeah, Tiffany. Tiffany. Lovely well, Tiffany. If yeah. you want to read about former Patriot quarterback Ryan Mallett and how he's doing now, um, you can get on OutKick and read our guy Joe Kinsey's uh, take on this, which he includes smartly lots and lots of pictures of Tiffany. And just think if this if Ryan Mallett just stayed in shape and showed up to work on time and did his <clears throat> did his work, did his lifting, did his throwing, studying his t- he could be a backup quarterback in the NFL. You see the backup in uh, Washington, Tyler, uh, Taylor, whatever it is, Hinsky, Hinky, Heineke, Heineke, just sent signed for two years and nine million bucks. Got the Mash Walt, Matt Walsh deal. All you need is paying, one or two good games that they just remember as a backup, and you can get anything. They're paying now, four Matt, quarterbacks four million a year, and Ryan Mallett doesn't have enough money to pay off his. Uh, Matt Ryan Mallett lost the quarterback competition to Brian Hoyer like four years ago on Hard Knocks. In Houston, right. that? like that's that's Ryan Mallett. Okay, he's Brian Hoyer's backup. Uh, you can read about uh, Mark Cuban, and you can read about Ryan Mallett, and you can see pictures of the lovely yeah. Tiffany, whatever her name is, yeah. the former former Tiffany Mallett uh, at Outkick. Uh, Joe Kinsey's got that all for you. Uh, we appreciate it, Joe. We'll do it again sometime. Thanks, guys. Good to meet yeah. you, Turtle Boy. All right, nice to meet you, Joe. All right, guys. We'll see Talk you. <laughs> Uh, that is Joe Kinsey from Outkick, and uh, good guy. I you know started following me on Twitter a while back, and we started communicating. I read, I read this, and I said this is very Turtle Boy ish. At least yeah. before you got your lobotomy, and you were really, you know, see that, Terry. That's what's called professional networking, right there. Thanks to the power of social media, I would never have met you throughout Twitter. I would never have met Joe Kinsey throughout Twitter. That's why platform access should be a civil right because people have like it. Not only are you prohibiting speech, you're prohibiting like professional advancement and connections and building people like that. It connects this is amazing. I mean, I was uh, working 20 years ago at sports illustrated or 25 years ago, no internet, you know, no cell phones, no anything, no Twitter. It was such a weird world. And people actually read sports illustrated. There were 3 million subscribers. Now there's like, you know, 30,000 it's changed everything and not all for the better because as we know, ideology is the issue and all big tech titans they're all the people in control are all radical lefties looking to crush the opposition these are anti-free speech people we talked about it with the uh with shattuck yesterday the new york times guy that they forced out the 67 year old reporter i mean he just represented the old school he was a reporter he was you know uh, understood his job he was a journalist he was an old white guy and they didn't like him and so they essentially made up an offense said that he used the n-word which he he did but he did they didn't care about the context they forced him to retire they forced him to write a humiliating apology and then they said you know we're moving on we are the woke mob we don't care about journalism anymore we need to take over the world take at least take over the levers of power now it's a scary time i'm glad to see you back turtle boy you look the same i mean you don't look you know healthy or anything but you look the same I don't look healthy or anything. That's good. Yeah. I mean, uh, do I always look unhealthy? You look a little, uh, you know, I lost like seven or eight pounds. I told people this. I'm like, if you wow. want to lose a couple of COVID weight, get a little depression and you'll be, you'll be better. <laughs> That's sound advice, terrible boy. As always, sound yeah, advice. Have a, health, have a mental health breakdown and the weight will go away. 
is that your was that your essentially your issue you were depressed uh depressed and anxiety anxiety i never had anxiety like this before like it takes over your body you can't sleep like it's crazy it's like you're constantly on this like roller coaster ride and i'm still on it like every day i have my ups and my downs but guess what i'm not gonna like i'm gonna get over this i'm gonna defeat it they can't shut me up and i will never ever ever allow a single person out there to have any type of control over me and the things i say i won't allow it too strong what what will change what have you changed uh, well, for starters, you know, an example, like I'm in constant communication now with my wife's, um, boss, like for one, like they're going to attack it. I need to talk to them and say, look at, here's what I do for a living. Um, my, well, she has nothing to do with this. Leave her alone because they might get emails and like, here's how to handle it. So it's just about like mitigating and, and, and seeing what's happening. And one thing I'll never do is I'll, like, I'm too trusting Jerry. That's one problem with me is like, I've allowed people into the ship, if you will, like former bloggers and stuff like that, that have kind of sabotaged it from the inside, thought it was cool to poke around and just like, I'm going to be much more careful about the type of people I allow anywhere near the reins of power. I, I, I don't know what that means because I didn't know you let anyone near the reins of power. Oh, you, had, you didn't follow the Bristol thing last. I mean, I let a, a Trojan ratchet in essentially. I had a blogger that was working for oh, like a year, oh, right, right. and she was literally sabotaging the company from the inside. But, you know, there have been other people since then that have kind of tried to do the same thing and you need to just cut ties with these people and get a little stricter about who you allow to, you know, really be around, who you trust. Oh, good. Good to hear. Um, I was just kidding. You look good. You sound good. The medication's working. You're back. You're working. You're blogging. I am blogging. I'll, I'll have, I did one blog yesterday with about a douchebag from Dighton and uh, it kind of got me back. My blood's flown and I'm ready to rock. What would you do if you lived in New Jersey? If you were, your, your home turf were, you know, the Jersey shore and the biggest story by far was Bruce's arrest. It's, there's so many questions. Bruce Springsteen's arrest when he, um, Allegedly, you know, the Asbury Park newspaper, and I'm not sure how reliable they are. I don't know anything about them, but they report that he blew a .02, which means he wasn't drunk. He wasn't impaired, at least not from alcohol, and he got arrested for DUI. What would you do with that story? I mean, if you were down there and you are a dogged reporter, where, would, where should they go? How do we find out why an American icon got arrested for drunk driving when he clearly wasn't drunk? So let's suppose the same thing happened in Falmouth or Cape Cod or something like that. I would put a sound out and I said, I would say, I heard that there is a something that happened uh, in like, I heard there's more to the Bruce Springsteen story. If you're, if you know anything about this anonymously, feel free to reach out to me. I would put a feeler out like that because there are a cop would talk a cop in this police department off the record, as long as they were like guaranteed anonymity, they always talk. That's where I get a lot of my stuff from is like cops that want stuff out there, but right. obviously they can't give it to the globe or anything like that. And like, they just, they always say, promise me anonymity. Of course, like my brand is built on anonymity. So that long story short, if I was a New Jersey blogger in that same situation, I would have built a trust and rapport with the police already. And somebody would have come forward. If, if I gave you two choices, one is that he was a dick to the cops, so they busted him even though he wasn't drunk, or B, that he was on some kind of drug like Tiger Woods, some kind of painkiller, back medication that made him appear impaired, made him flunk a field sobriety test, and they just added the one shot at the keeler uh, you know, as part of the cocktail. Which is more likely? If those are the two theories that I heard on Twitter. I think the second one, I think it's more likely that they are – that he probably had more in his system and they're just trying to cover up for his image a little bit. Doesn't that seem more likely? 
Yeah, because he's 71. He's an amazing, you know, like a, a physical performer. He jumps around stage. He dives on things. He's, he's, uh, I think he works out a lot. I'll bet you he's got a lot of aches and pains and, you know, like, like, you know, professional golfers at that age, they're all taking all kind of pills and meds and, and, and maybe like tiger, they, maybe it just was a bad cocktail. We'll find out more. I think, don't we have to find out more? Can they bury this story? I don't know. Can you, can they keep the police report out of the public domain? Not forever. No. I mean, eventually, I mean, like I said, they just delay. Anytime you go into one of these local police departments, it's always some crotchety old lady working the desk. Right. And like, uh, so you want the report for this? I don't know. That might take a while. And they always come back and you just have to keep getting pushy with these people. Of course, a lot of people are going to want the Bruce Springsteen report. So I assume they have some sort of plan. And eventually, like NBC or some media outlet like that, they have the resources to sue to get it as well. So they right. I was going to say, it, it, he's it, a bad it doesn't affect him. Like, what's the, just come out and say what happened if you're Bruce's team. It doesn't even impact him. He makes all his money, I'm sure, on, on concert sales. So nobody's not going to a Bruce Springsteen concert, no matter if he freaking killed a person, to be honest with you. So yeah, he lost a, you know, he didn't even lose the Jeep deal. I'm sure the well, check. Maybe he did. They may have a deal in the Bruce, I mean, with the Jeep that is some kind of morals clause if they have to pull it because right, somebody Bruce. did. Maybe. Not a couple more days. Bruce, not a big deal, but maybe not. Maybe you, maybe you're right. I mean, he's a rock and roller, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, uh, doing drugs or, or drinking. I mean, we used to say that, you know, my old partner, my sometimes friend would say he's managed to do it this long. Cause he doesn't drink the way a lot of old rock and rollers did. He doesn't have substance use problems. He is good, you know, in good shape physically so he can keep going. Yep. And in his, but in his biography, which I read last year, which is really good called born to run original title, but it's, he really opens a vein and, and bleeds. He talks about his emotional and mental problems and his depression and his meds and his therapy. And he does a lot of tequila shots more than I ever thought. Like in, at shows after shows, he's, he likes his tequila and maybe, maybe it was more than one shot. Maybe somehow the cops, I don't know, cut him some slack. I, he's written some anti police things, but I'm going to guess, a cop, if he's a Jersey Shore cop, he looks up to Bruce. I'm going to guess he would be more likely to give Bruce a break than he would be to, you know, cuff him around in the back of the cruiser. But yeah. we will see. Hopefully someone down there is as dogged as Turtle Boy and gets the real story. But Turtle Boy, it is great to see you back. You look good. I was only kidding. You don't look that. Yeah, yeah you look all right. I'm you all right. Tired. I'm all right. You look tired. But we will be following you on TB, uh, TB Daily News. I almost said TB12. TBDailyNews.com is the blog. And what is the Twitter handle again? At TB underscore Aiden, A-I-D-A-N. At TB underscore Aiden. Support him. Yeah, I feel like I should redo my handle. That's kind of a pain in the ass to say, isn't it? I feel like I need to catch your thing just so you can say it like this, you know? Yes, you'll you'll be uh, you'll be. Back. Is, I've created so many Twitter accounts, Jerry, that like I've run out of things. Like at Real Turtle Boys, right, gone, at I mean, Turtle Boys yeah, gone. All the good ones are gone. Don't change and, it until you get kicked off again. I was going to say, just Colonnade's right. Just wait till they kick you off again, and then you'll have to change it. Yeah. But uh, support him if you support free speech. If you support the First Amendment, if you support the United States of America, you must support Turtle Boy. You can hate him if you want, but support him. That's the American way. He, you know, he's he's a a, a good reporter. He'll get to the truth, and uh, you know, we can't be shutting people up. We just can't be. It's just wrong. Support Turtle Boy. Stop reading the Globe. That's my advice today. All right, Turtle Boy. Thanks. We will do it again in a few days. Hopefully, you'll be okay. We'll all be okay, and we will 
talk to you again soon, my friend. And thanks to um, DCU. Thanks to Shake Concrete and Allied Paving. GovX. And thanks to Joe Kinsey from Outkick. Uh, anything else, Cullinane? I did see the Michael Irvin backing uh, Tom Brady yesterday. What would you think of that? Just no way. Of- you know what? Irvin made a rare good point. Usually yeah. he's ranting and usually he's un, you know incoherent. But he said Brady was mic'd. I didn't even know Brady was mic'd. Yeah. Brady usually resists being mic'd, but he was mic'd. So we will know definitively what he said. Oh, maybe we won't know, but we we will know with most of what he said to uh, Honey Badger, right? Uh, I hope it's nothing, and Tom Brady just apologized to him for like hurting his feelings. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? Guess there was a few f bombs, so they'll bleep yeah. those out. But I'm going to guess it. Irvin said it is proof that there was no racial slur, which we yeah. never thought there was, but we were right. suspecting. He said something over the line. That's what Honey Badger said like some real bad words. Yep, it's all we on all tape. Know, we all know what he's implying. Yes, we all yes. know what he's implying. It's the only option. That's it. <laughs> so and we said Monday we could be looking at an international incident if what yep. what he's implying is true. If Brady nobody will up, believe if he says that, nobody will believe that. That's why he hasn't come out and said it because nobody's going to believe that. Yeah. What do you mean no one's going to believe it? You and nobody I won't believe Tom Brady would ever say that word. You can maybe mention Rudolph. You might convince five people because nobody knows who the hell Mason Rudolph is. Have you, ever, have you ever read the Boston Globe? Have you I ever have. read the New York Times? They Even wouldn't believe they it. Believe it. Even they wouldn't believe it. They would buy it. They would absolutely. You think Deadspin wouldn't believe it? Of course they would. He was probably mic'd up the whole game. He can't afford to lie about this. Can't that's, do it. That's the whole point. Well, I maybe we'll find out what he said. Maybe we'll find out what constitutes going over the line, according to Honey Badger. I'll be I'll be curious, but that's going to be good stuff. We've already seen a little tease of him with Gronk and him with his other teammates. Wired guys wired up at the Super Bowl when they finally win the Super Bowl. I'm a sucker for that. It's uh, great kind of emotional stuff. So I'll be looking for that on, I assume, on NFL Network. Is that where we'll see it? I'm sure, yeah, NFL Films something, I'm sure. All right. We will check right. that out. I got to head out. Bye, guys. All Later. right. Good luck, Turtle Boy. What do you think, Colin? you think Turtle Boy is okay now? I think he's okay. I think he's all right. I think he's, uh, you know, it's a publicity stunt. Is that what it was? No, it is not a publicity stunt. He's working through his shit. He's getting help and he, uh, he seems clear. He's clear. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, but he seems good. Uh, He seems the same, you know, he seems the same. And, uh, I know he had a tough time. His family had a tough time. I couldn't handle it. If my family kids are being threatened, that's clearly over the line. I would, uh, I would be pretty uh, stressed out myself, and he uh, sounds like he's got it under control, and I'm glad he's not stepping away, at least you know, not permanently, because uh, we need him. We need him on that wall. We need Turtle Boy out there fighting the good fight for free speech, for American values. Support him. Support our guy Turtle Boy, and support us. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again real soon. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't... Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our lowest prices of the season, the new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.